Let's talk about home title theft, where cyber, cyber thieves remove you uh, from your home and your home's title, and they become the owner. Isn't that fun? I mean, look, we are in the middle of selling a house uh, right now, and that's the process that's supposed to transfer ownership of a house. You sell the house, you put it on the market, you know, someone buys it, and then that's the way it works. It doesn't. It's not supposed to be that you lose your title while you're still in the home, and then you owe all the money for these crazy loans that have been taken out all across the world. This has happened to tons of people, uh, not only in America, but around the world, and it's one of the fastest growing crimes here in America. Uh, a retired FBI cybercrime expert uh, says that they have everything they need. Everything, everything thieves need to take over your home was in this uh, recent uh, leak from just Facebook. I mean, these things, stories happen all the time. So what do you do? You go to HomeTitleLock.com, HomeTitleLock.com, and use the code RADIO for 30 risk-free days of protection. Uh, why not? Why wouldn't you do it? Why would you take 30 risk-free days to make sure that you are protected and to find out if something hasn't already happened to you? That's a really important part of this. HomeTitleLock.com. Code is radio. And coincidentally, the radio show starts here in just seconds. administration uh, has a proposal and public comment at the time's already up that's interesting i'm just finding out about it today um, they have a proposal to fund history and civics programs informed by critical race theory it's a federal rule now that will prioritize funding for history and civics lessons that will consider systematic marginalization, biases, inequities, discriminatory policy, and practice in American history, and incorporate racially, ethnically, culturally, and linguistically diverse perspectives. Oh, and it also uh, favorably talks about Ibram Kendi and uh, the New York Six, uh, the New York Times 1619 Project. Your federal dollars. That means if your school doesn't do this, they won't get as much federal money. It is everywhere. And if you think it's just in our in our uh, social media, just from the left and in our schools, you're sadly mistaken. It is in our churches as well. Next, the lead singer of Skillet, John Cooper joins us to talk about it in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Let me tell you about American financing. It is more critical than ever for you to be taking stock of your financial house and making sure that you're in good shape for whatever is going to happen in the coming months. We need to be examining things like your mortgage rate and your debt load. These are the things that already make life difficult, but if the economy really goes south, they're the things that will drag you under. Here's the best way to handle it. Give American Financing a call. I know you're busy. The kids have got soccer and everything else. Listen, it doesn't take very long to give them a call, about 10 minutes, and their mortgage consultants are going to help you with a plan for your family future. 
You could save hundreds of dollars every single month, maybe even a thousand. It's really not as hard as you think it is to to refi, to consolidate or to get a mortgage loan. All you have to do is just call American Financing. The number is 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Hello, America. It's Tuesday. There is a ton going on that you need to be aware of, and we're going to give you some action points here. Uh, if you are awake uh, to the uh, to the truth that we and our lifestyle in the West is under attack, and it is everywhere. Last weekend, I held a um, uh, a class about three hundred people at the American Journey of Experience, and spent two days with them, and taught American history. Um, and just the facts with all the original documents, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and we got towards the end and we had a discussion. And I think the number one question was, what do we do in our churches? Because many of our churches have been infiltrated. Well, to talk about that is John Cooper. He came out this weekend and he was uh, he, he he made quite a splash. He is warning that critical race theory and woke ideology is sparking a civil war in our American churches. He's the author of the new book, Awake and Alive to Truth. John, how are you? Good. How's it going today? Very good. Just so people know, in case you're, you're, uh, you, you've not heard of Skillet, two-time Grammy Award nominated, 12 times platinum, inducted to Pandora's Billionaire Club after two billion streams, uh monster is one of the most streamed rock songs of all time with 285 million global audio streams why are you writing a book now (laughs) (laughs) well see when you read those statistics it it makes me sound really big but i always tell people uh skillet is the biggest selling band that you have never heard of we've always (laughs) it's true i don't know we've always been under the radar and we've always kind of done our own thing and I started speaking out about this kind of stuff a couple of years ago, frankly, because of what you just said before I came on. It's that feeling of, okay, what do I do now? And there's that feeling of, if I don't say something, then who is going to say something? And uh, I just started speaking out about some of these things. I see it coming to the church. And uh, when I started noticing it about 2012 and 13, I was trying to figure out what in the world was happening. And I, and I, and I just I had to read about 200 books, and uh, including a Glenn Beck book in there that I read. And I just kept going <laughs> down, the, down, down the rabbit hole. And then about 2016, I, I read about critical race theory. And, yeah. and critical race theory did not open my eyes. Critical race theory explained what I already saw. And I yes. started saying, we need, to, we need to be careful of this. In the church, it's destructive. It's, uh, it's Marxist. It has, it's a completely separate worldview than Christianity. And how in the world these Christian leaders are combining the two, it, it's, uh, it, it's, it's impossible, that, John. It's it impossible. impossible. You, you can't have liberation theology or uh, not the traditional Catholic sense of social justice, but the perversion of what is now social justice or critical race theory 
it all says there is no salvation for the individual. It's antichrist. It's antichrist. You're absolutely right. And I've been on a mission to try to tell all all of my my brothers and sisters out there, you know, I've I've been on a mission to say, look, you, you have to understand when you, if you have a bunch of different religions, everybody instinctively knows that, that religions are going to use the same words. As you just said, social justice, there's a good one. The, uh, the Catholic movement has been great over, over the centuries at social justice. But that word means something different within Catholicism, and it means something mm-hmm. completely different within uh, the, the Ibram Kendi type stuff. And, and actually, right. Ibram Kendi is a great example. His definition of racism is not the traditional definition. So all these definitions have their own meaning within their own religion. And I've just been trying to point out to people, really great writers like John McWhorter, Shelby Steele, have been noticing Mm. that the social justice movement is a religion. It has its own definitions, its own tenets, its own high priests and priestesses with Ibram Kendi and Robin DiAngelo and whatnot. It is not Christian. And so to go to that false religion and take its definitions and its tenets and then bring it into Christianity and then ascribe the words of Christ to that kind of social justice, that would be heretical if you did it with any other religion. It would be a heresy. You know, I I really believe we will—our churches are headed for a civil war, as you said, uh, and I think we could lose up to 50% of— our churches and congregations. I think it's going to get tougher and tougher. And uh, those who understand what critical theory, not just critical race theory, anything that starts with critical theory um, is, is Marxist in nature. And honestly, it is, it's not that it's not Christian. It is, it's pagan. It's, it's evil. What they teach is evil. There is no redemption uh, and you must worship other gods. And it's really dangerous. But I think that we're going to lose about half of the people because people will say, I'm against racism. What's wrong with being anti-racist? Yes, yes. I think, well, uh, you know, there is a danger of this. And, and, and I'm hopeful that if we get more people raising the alarm uh, to, to talk about what the definitions are, and as you just mentioned, and I'll say it in a little bit of a different way, but you and I are saying the same thing, that critical race theory, critical theory, um, secular social justice, it is not good news. So the, so the gospel of Jesus Christ <laughs> is good news. The right. other one is not good news. There is no redemption for you, but whereas in Christianity, it's great news. And, and if we could explain to people in churches that is not the, that is not actually the gospel, and it's not good news. It doesn't save you. It can't redeem you. It can't give you a brand new heart. And and I'm hopeful that if we can raise that alarm, we will get more and more people on our side. But right now, we are seeing some really hateful things. I don't know if you saw the. Did you see that Christian prayer book that came out that has the entry where a woman is praying that God God please help me to hate white people? Have you seen? Oh that my one? gosh! No, I have not. Yeah, go check it out. I, I believe the book is called rhythms of prayer i believe it's a christian book put together by um, a white author and it's got a whole bunch of different people contributing and there's a whole uh, a chapter prayer help me to help uh, hate white people and she explains she's defended it by saying that it is a lament in in a similar way that david would have lamented in the psalms and so as she's describing it you're realizing 
This is exactly what, what critical race theory and liberation theology does. The more mm-hmm. that people see this kind of hate, the more they will say, wait a minute. In fact, I heard of it from two of my black friends that were enraged. They're like, John, have you seen this? This is hateful. This is not. This is not what the gospel is about. I don't think that people like it, but it is being pushed, and so we should fight it against it. So I wrote this book. Well, when you're, I mean, John, when you are, when you are now coming out and saying Martin Luther King was wrong, everything Martin Luther King said in his speeches and, and his etiquette and everything else that he did, his rules for justice, those all came from the scriptures. So if you are now saying that Martin Luther King was wrong, he based all of it many times word for word on the words of Christ. Yeah, you, you know, you just touched on something interesting that I've never said on an interview because people probably get really mad at me. But have you noticed that, as you just said, that now you have uh, the new left are saying the same things about Martin Luther King that, that the Klan used to. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm like, you guys sound like the old white racist. I thought that we right. were, I thought we revered Martin Luther King. And now all of the left is, uh, you know, it's changing so rapidly. And honestly, that's the reason that I did write this book. And the book is called Awaken Alive to Truth. And I got to tell people, you can only get it on my website. Uh, so go to John L. Cooper dot com. Um, I couldn't. How find come you can only get it on your book. you couldn't could, find I, a publisher? I could not find a publisher uh can you did believe you, did that? you talk to did you talk to stacy abrams she doesn't seem to have a problem getting her book published <laughs> no no i should have i should have okay. and now yeah, we're at a yeah. place where even in the christian publishing world they would much rather publish ibram kendi than than a christian book on theology so so that's why I wrote answer the, the question Answer the question, John, on what do people do? If you see this in your church, um, I mean, I don't recommend that you leave your church. You've got to try to save your congregation. Uh, But if it just if it's it's just too far gone, then maybe you have to consider that. But what do you say? How do you start? And let's start here. What are the warning signs for anybody who doesn't know what what are you hearing from the pulpit that you're like, wait a minute? Right, right, right. Well, um, if I answer them backwards, I just want to say this. I agree with you. I don't think that you get up and leave your church. I believe, I believe in relationship and loyalty, but you need to raise holy heck. That's what you got to do. Um, yeah. you, the warning signs, once you start to notice, it, it's all in the language. And I know that you've talked about this before, but I think Ben Shapiro calls it the vocabulary, which I thought was a great mm-hmm. way to say it. They yeah. start using these certain words. It's the words that should trigger you to, okay, wait a minute. And, um, they're using this language. I wonder if they're using it in the same way that Ibram Kennedy's using it when they talk about equity. If your, your pastor starts talking about equity um, and inclusion, you, you ought to get a little bit nervous. And that's not yeah. because the Bible does it. The Bible does talk about equity, but the Bible means it in a different way than Ibram Kennedy means it. So when they right. start talking about those kind of things, or if they start having, I've been reading about this in a lot of pastors, they're beginning to have um, safe spaces in churches for people of color, because people of color uh, don't feel safe around white people. So they have like these safe spaces. You start seeing that stuff pop up in your church under the guise of My love. My gosh. It, this Wouldn't you, real. if you're a pastor, John, if you're a pastor and your, your black attendees don't feel comfortable 
Don't you say, sit in the front seat right next to me, and I'm going to address this. Anybody who has a problem with, with black members of this church, the door is behind you. I mean, you, you separate and segregate? That is so bass-ackwards. It, re- it really is. We're, we're entering a time when we're going back to segregation under the guise uh, of, of love, and, and it's, it's really bizarre. And again, it's the opposite of good news, because the good news, it, it, the Bible has the most beautiful remedy for any sort of enmity between ethnic groups, between male and female, between rich and poor. It's all in Jesus Christ. That's what the Bible says. There is no rich, there is no poor, there's no male or female, there's no Jew or Gentile. We are all one in Christ Jesus. That is a covenant made by God himself that is supernatural, is unbreakable. That's the best remedy there is. So it's very anti-Christ, as you said. So if people start seeing those kind of warning signs, I would raise absolute heck up in that place, just like... Uh, parents should be raising heck at their schools when they find out they're teaching this stuff in their their schools. You don't have to be academic. You don't have to be smart. You don't have to be a theologian to notice this kind of nonsense and heresy. John, I appreciate um, your work. I'd love to have you on for a podcast. You're you're fascinating. Um, Thank you so much for all of the hard work and the study that you did just as a citizen and then trying to wake people up. I really appreciate it. Thank you for I your, loved it. your risk. Thank you. Well, thank you so much, Glenn. I appreciate it. You bet. JohnLCooper.com is where you can get the book and find out more. JohnLCooper.com. You can follow him on Twitter at John L. Cooper, lead vocalist of Skillet. You have to say it that way, I think. Uh, let me tell you about our uh, sponsor this half hour. It's Relief Factor. Haven lives in Texas. She takes Relief Factor for her shoulder and her lower back pain. When her husband started having severe pain in his upper back and his hips, she convinced him to try it. But like me, her husband was a skeptic until he couldn't be anymore. He kept telling her and himself, I, I don't know if this is working. Day after day, he would take it really just to make her happy. I've been there, brother. But day after day, he'd claim there was no difference until the day he ran out and he stopped taking them. That's when he realized that the pain had been slowly fading over time. He just hadn't been playing, paying close enough attention. It came back when he, start, when he stopped taking Relief Factor. That's how you know. In Haven's own words, Relief Factor just works. Relief Factor. Try it now. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. Try it for three weeks and then stop taking it. If it doesn't work for you in three weeks, it's probably not. Take us directed. It's relieffactor.com, 800-583-84, 800-583-84, relieffactor.com. 10 seconds, station ID. You know, we're sending our kids back into schools that you won't recognize. Um, as I told you at the beginning of the hour, the 1776 Commission uh, that was tasked to promote patriotic education was one of the first things. I, I believe the website was taken down and all of the information was taken down before Joe Biden even arrived at the White House. It was one of their first priorities 
to get rid of this 1776 project. I will tell you that I just recorded the entire findings of the 1776 project, and I believe it's being produced now for uh, episodes that will come out the week of 4th of July. Everyone should listen to it. There is nothing controversial in it. Nothing. It is everything you ever learned about uh, the Constitution and the founding fathers and who we really are. There's nothing controversial in it, but I guarantee your kids have not heard these things. That'll come out in uh, in July, the first week of July. Now, the Biden administration is now putting in a new federal rule. Remember that you don't have to pass this in Congress. This is why the um, all of the administration was put in by the progressives. They put these administrators in because Congress doesn't have to go in and and uh, vote on everything so they can do whatever they want because they're charged in their administration by the White House to be able to do these things. So it's extraordinary power without any accountability. So they've they've just uh, put out a proposal. They asked for people to, you know. Uh, comment on it and they received 26,000 comments of course I don't remember hearing anything about this until they closed the comment section but this uh, federal rule will prioritize funding for history and civics curricula but it is all race-based it's critical race theory Um, so the 1776 project came out and uh, and wants everybody to know that this new rule is going to direct federal funds to the teaching of racial discrimination under the guise of the 1619 project and critical race theory. And they are very concerned about it. Uh, and they ask that states need to uh, not only oppose critical race theory, but any pedagogy that is uh, is pushing this through any kind of uh, teaching programs or systems that push this through also the commission uh, encourages states counties and localities to set up their own 1776 commissions prepare for the 250th anniversary of the declaration of independence in 2026 and make sure that your education system is on track this is an urgent call urgent call this is the glenn Beck program jeez it's amazing the u.s commission on the fine arts uh has just purged all conservatives from it uh that's an interesting story too i hope to have time to talk about today first let me take tell you about patriot mobile uh, it's not the 90s anymore, which means if you want to ch- change your cell phone service, it's not like, you know, taking the ring of Mordor, you know, up to the mountain anymore. It's actually pretty easy. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, it's affordable and the added benefit of supporting a company that stands for your values and donates to conservative causes. Do You know, the NRA had five million members. That seemed like a lot at the time, uh, but today that doesn't seem like very many people five million members and look at how they changed the world when they were at full throttle at five million members 
We have got to stand together. Stand with the people who are fighting for us. Get the same great service, but stand with people who are fighting the good fight. It's Patriot Mobile. Switch now, patriotmobile.com slash Beck. Call their customer-based service team if you'd like at 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT, patriotmobile.com slash Beck. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. You'll get all the content we've been talking about. Uh, you get also 10 bucks off if you use the promo code Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I'm going to share a story I found on The Federalist uh, today, uh, thefederalist.com. It's uh, about uh, Saragol South Bay. This is a woman who lived through the concentration camps in the uh, Xinjiang province. This is where the concentration camps are for the, the Uyghurs. And I just have to take a victory lap. I got all of those names right, which is very, very uh, unusual for me. I just even at least even in English names you usually get wrong. So uh, that was no, really impressive. I know. Mm-hmm. Bob Parker is very <laughs> difficult for me at times. All right. There is um, uh, there is this new book that has just come out. Escape from China's modern day concentration camps. And excerpts have been published now. And it is not pretty. Now, I bring this up because. I think of Dietrich Bonhoeffer. God will not hold us blameless. And. uh I know Apple and Google and Facebook. There was just a story from, I think, the Wall Street Journal where uh, Apple is getting deeper in bed with the Chinese government, and they are helping them uh, round up. I mean, it's exactly what IBM did in the Holocaust. They're, they're helping them. And we're not going to be held blameless because we know, we know right now the U.S. State Department says that the Communist uh, Party in China has forced possibly more than two million people, mostly Uyghur Muslims, into camps in China's Xinjiang province. Two million people. Now, we just heard from John Kerry. Well, we're still looking into it. We're not sure that those concentration camps are there. Well, you have somebody who escaped. In fact, you have several people now who have escaped. This is exactly the same thing that uh, that happened in uh, with the Jews in Germany. And there's this great story of this Polish patriot who went in and got himself intentionally arrested so he could get into Auschwitz and he could report on it. He kept sending information out and everybody said, no, that's crazy. He finally escaped in an, an amazing escape story. And uh, he escaped and he wrote it all down and sent it to, I believe, the U.S. Embassy in, Fr- in, uh, in Switzerland. And we did nothing. We're doing exactly the same thing we said we'd never forget. So here's what's going on, according to this person who escaped. There are now 380 concentration camps this according to the australian strategic policy institute 380 concentration camps in china 
South Bay in her book talks about a room called the Black Room. And it was near the guardhouse at the camp where she was imprisoned. She said the screams coming from the black room sounded like the raw cries of a dying animal. She said the second you hear them, you know what kind of agony that person is experiencing. I've been to Auschwitz. They've had their own black room. That's where they performed surgery on pregnant women while they were awake across the courtyard where they shot all of the people uh, at the firing range across that courtyard is another place where they just tortured people. This is exactly what is happening in China. She recalls seeing chains on the walls in the black room and chairs with nails sticking out of the seats where inmates would be tied down Torture devices on the walls look like they were from the Middle Ages, including implements used to pull fingernails and toenails out with a spear-like rod for jabbing into a person's flesh. Electric chairs, iron chairs with holes in the back so the arms could be twisted back above the shoulder joint, and other chairs designed to pin victims down lined one side of the room. Many of the people they tortured never came back out of that room, she said. Others would stumble out covered in blood. Secretive orders maintained that any prisoners who died or were killed must vanish without a trace. There should be no visible signs of torture on the bodies or any evidence, proof, or documentation that was uh, needed to be immediately destroyed. Taking photos or video recordings of the corpses was forbidden. The families of the deceased either received vague excuses or sometimes it was advisable just simply never to mention that they had died at all. She said in one of her classes, a re-education classes in the camps, I was barely to even listen to myself talk about our self-sacrificing patriarch, a President Z, who passed on the warmth of love with his hands while several of the students collapsed unconscious and fell off their plastic chairs. If you fell off your chair, you were unconscious in anguish or stress. The guards grabbed the unconscious person by both arms and dragged them away like a doll, their feet trailing across the floor. They didn't just take the unconscious. They took the sick and the mad. Sometimes it was simply because a prisoner hadn't understood one of the guards orders issued in Chinese. One 84 year old woman South Bay remembers was accused of making an international phone call. Despite her denial, the camp guards punished her by ripping out her fingernails. Another woman in her 20s admitted to texting a greeting to a friend for a Muslim holiday as a teenager. As punishment, the guards gang raped her while South Bay was forced to watch. Quote, while they were raping her, they checked on how to uh, uh, check to see how we were reacting. People who turned their heads or closed their eyes or those who looked angry or shocked were taken away and we never saw them again. Inmates who were healthy and young often had their medical files marked by a red X. It was simply a fact that the party took organs from prisoners. She began to suspect those inmates were being forcefully used for organ trans uh, harvesting. Organs from Muslim donors are often preferred by other Muslims because they are halal. I realized that these young, healthy inmates were disappearing overnight, whisked away by the guards. 
when I checked later, I realized to my horror that all their medical files were marked with a red X. South, South Bay also requires seeing classified papers from Beijing outlining a plan to overtake Europe by 2055. The first step alongside the years 2014 to 2015 was to assimilate those who are willing in uh, Xinjiang and eliminate those who are not. Step two was called annexing of neighboring countries between 25 and 2035. But China has already started to test its borders in 2020. The Chinese government built 11 buildings inside Nepal, denied Nepal's claim to the district. In the same year, the Communist Party passed a security law over Hong Kong and used it to charge and imprison pro-democracy legislators and activists. The third step is to be achieved in the future 2035, and it was the occupation of Europe. I can't tell you how disgusted I am by groups like the ADL. I have tried to work with them. I have tried to reach out to them. Sometimes they get it right. Most times they're carrying water for the left, I think. I can't say most times. Many times they're carrying water for the left. It means nothing. It means nothing to say never forget if you won't talk about the things that lead to a holocaust by never forgetting doesn't mean just remember their names and remember what happened but look at the seeds that are being planted today so we don't go down that road and almost every step of the way when i warned about anti-semitism returning the the nazi-like ideals returning I was called a conspiracy theorist. I was called even an anti-Semite at times by the ADL themselves. And I begged them, how do you remember if, how do you do good? How do you make sure that Jews aren't beaten in the streets of Los Angeles and in, in Miami and in New York? How do you make sure that doesn't happen if you won't talk about the seeds that are being planted it's too late when the tree has its vines all around your neck. It's too late. Silence in the face of evil is evil itself. Not to stand is to stand. The world is becoming more and more deaf to evil. It is all being perverted. What is happening in China is evil. And I don't care if it's Disney or Apple or Facebook or anybody else that is doing business in China in the province, Xinjiang, where they have 380 concentration camps. You're part of the problem. Apple, Facebook, Google, you are running algorithms right now at behest of the, the Chinese government 
for what money you are helping them find and round up people who are speaking out against this evil that is evil itself i can see google why you changed your slogan don't be evil like evil i understand why you changed that because you have become an evil empire we must stand together and quite honestly our churches are the only vehicles that can really do this effectively to stand for the jewish people to stand for the chinese uyghurs to stand against another coming holocaust wherever it happens in the world to stand against this evil of critical race theory it is evil. It tells you there is no salvation and the sins of the father are on the sins of the son. That is anti-biblical. That is anti-Christ teaching. Pastors, priests, rabbis, where the hell are you? Speak out. Speak out. Let your voice be heard clearly. Where are the churches that are willing to go and meet with the synagogues and walk people to their worship service on Saturday? Where are they? We must band together. Judeo-Christian people who actually have a biblical view. They must join together now and stand. We are the only ones. We're the only ones that can stand without fear. Back in a minute. You know, the first time I gave my dog uh, Uno rough greens, I wasn't expecting much because, I mean, he does not eat. We had to hand feed him at, at times. He's nine years old now, uh, which is not quite Joe Biden in human years, maybe in a couple more years, but he's getting up there. And he wasn't just a picky eater. He was he was more like a non-eater. He would stand there and you'd stand there. And if you moved, he would stop eating. And then you'd be like, oh, crap. I mean, it would take you 20, 30 minutes. Sometimes you had to stand. We had to assign. We had a rotation of who's going to feed the dog today. We hated it. Now it's not a problem, man. We put rough greens on just about anything. And he runs to the bowl. He loves it. It's rough greens. Get a free bag of Rough Greens to see if your dog loves it as much as my dog. It's not a dog food. It's a supplement. It has all the probiotics and everything else that your dog needs to have. And they love it. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Get this uh, sample bag right now for free. You just pay for shipping. Rough Greens. R-U-F-F Greens.com slash Beck. Or call 833-GLEN33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Yesterday, President Joe Biden launched an unprecedented purge of the U.S. Commission on Fine Arts on uh, on Monday afternoon. Uh, the uh, resignations were demanded by 6 p.m. yesterday from four of the seven members, including the chairman. Those members include sculptor Chaz Fagan, architect Stephen Spandel, landscape architect uh, Perry Giot, the, the chairman Justin Shubo. Now, he is an expert on architecture and civic beauty. 
Fagan is a renowned sculptor. He did President Ronald Reagan that is in front of the Capitol Rotunda. His statue of the civil rights icon, Rosa Parks, is at the National Cathedral. He has painted the Vatican's official portrait of Mother Teresa, yada, 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 yada. Uh, All of these guys, their credentials are off the charts. So why did they purge? And quite honestly, what the hell does the Commission on Fine Arts even do? Did you know we had one? So they got out. Uh, they they got everybody out uh, who was stressing the beauty the beauty of classical architecture. Um, classical architecture is the favorite, hands down, by the American public. Um, the opponents are in academia, elite architecture circles, uh, and somehow or another, the woke people have said that that classic architecture that is connected to fascism. Thomas Jefferson said, if you want to make sure the world remembers who you were and what your values were, you embed them in architecture. They're even changing the architecture. Yesterday, this isn't done. A purge happened, orchestrated by Joe Biden and his allies. Wake up, America.